We should make the soft pants pod Insta. We got a lot of things going on before we actually have a podcast. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, put that put that on the docket. We can table it. We'll, oh we'll, my gosh! Now the bird is feeding the babies. This is like National Geographic, we'll guys. Put, put that on the Insta. Get pictures. Can you see them? The Soft Pants Nature Podcast. <laughs> and it's almost one thirty. What time is it? Oh it's, my god! It's almost five o'clock. I didn't think I'd make it. All right, Hannah. So, what is this podcast about? The Soft Pants Pod. Uh, let's just start here. Welcome to the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Molly Pruitt and Hannah Warren. And there's going to be some cursing. (laughs) That's pretty good. Corey, should I wrap this back to the intro? If you want. We started this podcast because, well, in my mind, we had COVID-19. And I was FaceTiming Hannah a lot. Yeah, lots of FaceTimes. There was a lot of Face, which is kind of funny because I was used to you being away from me. Right. And then once I was only like five miles away, it was needy, really? needy, needy. My God. I got a little needy. Face woman. Yeah, I got a little needy. So we were FaceTiming and I, and then what happened, Hannah? And then you said, oh God, Hannah, you are just so freaking funny. I'm going to put you on a podcast and make you famous and give you all the profit. I said, great, Molly. Thanks so much. That's the most thoughtful thing you've ever said for me. I and then rejected the point that you have no job. Oh, uh, right, right, right. I'm currently, I just graduated from college. I have a degree in religion. And I got to tell you, the monastery is not looking so hot right now. So the current state of my world is homelessness and unemployment. So I'm really hoping this podcast really takes off. Okay, as a student of religion you realize though a monastery would not be for you so much well i didn't tell you whether i did well in my religion degree or not apparently not so much i'm just saying the field of religion is not really looking like it's willing to shell out the big bucks for a certain hannah warren right now the religion factory has been shut down because of the coronavirus Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anthropology. Now, I really can't make too much fun of her because I have two Bachelor of Fine Arts degrees. Not just one. The two. Sculpture and dance choreography. Oh, my gosh. Hours short of the dance choreography, but that was a political statement on my end that I made in mm. 1991. You showed them. Boy, did ya. That could be an episode in itself. All right. Anyway, so back to the origins of the pod. Basically, Molly and I were like, we should start a podcast. And then we promptly realized we know absolutely nothing about starting a podcast. So then we thought we should get Corey to start our podcast. That is where we went with that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And so we called Corey and said, pretty, 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 please. Will you do all the work? And he said, you know what? I got nothing going on. I'd be happy to. He doesn't really well, realize that quite yet. That's just the that's the narrative I'm spinning, and I think Corey should just get with the program. Sure. <laughs> we are contributors. Uh, our theme song is from one of our nephews, and our artwork is from one of our nieces. It is a family affair, and all of our listeners are related to us. And so... I'd say we're killing it. I say, hey, hi guys, how you doing? 
Hi, Mommy Shay. Hi, Mommy Shay. Hi, Sophia. Hi, oh, Baby Omar. James wants to be a guest. Oh, hey, James. Jam and Jules, Jade, Janine, Cat oh. and Craig, all the Jays, the J Squad. What's up, J Squad? How you doing, J Squad? We also need kind of um, a footnoter of who people are. So is that, can we do animation on top of here? I don't know, Corey. Yeah. So we can keep talking, but it can be like, Pistol is Molly's daughter, Hannah's stepsister. So for the video component of this audio podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we could do overlays once we edit it all together. So it's not native to Zoom, but we'll, we'll get to that. But the point right now, the emphasis right now is audio podcast. That's kind of how we came up with this, was we were just bored, talking on FaceTime, thinking, mm-hmm. hey. We could make millions. All the big movie stars are doing it. Why can't we? Breaking in so that sweet, sweet podcast cash. Yeah. Oh, baby. Kind of where I go with most things. How can you make money for me? So what happened after we decided to do the podcast? Then we came up with the name. Right. Yeah. Corey came up with the name. We did. Basically, this is Corey's podcast, and we're just the forever guest. Oh, yeah. Forever guest. Okay. By no means. I, I am merely writing your coattails of talent. He, he oh, Corey. Yes, he can. So yeah. a- after we came up with the name, then we decided what the podcast was about. Um, well, actually, we started recording some janky episodes, and then we decided what the podcast was about. Do we really know what the podcast is about yet? No, I think no one really knows what the podcast is about. But we have a general idea. The general idea idea is that you're sipping a glass of wine and you got your soft pants on and we just jabber at you. Which we're good at. Hannah and I are good at spinning a tail. Mm Mm-hmm, shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah, just having a grand old time talking that smack. Chitter-chattering. Pitter-pattering, chit-chatting. You could call me Kathy. <laughs> you know, like Chatty Kathy? Chatty Kathy. No, that one yeah. didn't land. <laughs> Corey got it. What are we drinking today? Because it could vary, as we've talked right. about. I'm pretty specific. Well, and I have no judgment against other people, but I just, if I pick up a drink before 5 o'clock, I feel like I'm a Lushy Lulu. Oh, well, look at you, Lushy Lulu. And what time is it now? Four fifty six. These are times. So I have probably rolled that rule back to about four thirty. Is okay. That's where I'm at. I feel like four thirty is an acceptable time. My my issue is that I do my iced coffee at three. Oh right. So then you're you're not only lush, but you are highly caffeinated. Right. So my whole day revolves around beverages. It starts. Tell us. Walk us through it. Starts with around I don't know six ish. Coffee. Oh God! Woo! Six o'clock! Holy moly! Well, some of us work, Anna. Yeah, not me. Okay, continue. So we have- minority of us work, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm like thirty-three percent of the crew that works. All right. So you wake up at six and you start with a cup of coffee. Michael has the coffee brewing already, so it's right there. It's straight. That's coffee. the secret to a great marriage. Yeah, no sweetener, no cream. I just want my coffee and a big old glass of water. So I wake up, mm-hmm. chug that big old water. Boom. 
Then I start sipping my coffee. In between, I sip my water, second class. Okay, then by 10 o'clock, I am ready for cortato. Cortato time. Mm-hmm, cortato time, baby. If I'm really special, I have some bubbly water right after. That's a good Oh, drink. my God. Yeah, and you think drinking before 4.30 is lush? Sparkly water, no alcohol. Then I have my lunch. And after that, I have my iced coffee, which is usually around three o'clock. Again, drinking water. And then five o'clock hits. Ding, ding. You know what time it is. It's wine o'clock. It is wine time. Wine 30. Then I have my two glasses. Mm -hmm. Sometimes three. Can is over. For dinner time to having my sparkling water. And that's how I finish it off. Beautiful. And do you ever end the evening with a nice cup of tea or are you just, your, your bladder is maxed out by about. But I'm just not, I don't know. I don't know. Just, yeah. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Corey, what about you? Any specialty beverages that you'd like to partake in? I tend to, I start the day. I don't like to start with caffeinated coffee because I've been told that that's since you've just woken up, your body is already like, getting all of the, you're not getting any extra awakeness at that time. I don't know. So I usually start off with the decaf coffee first thing, first-ish thing. Um, And then I'll have a little bit later on, then I'll have a coffee and then I'll have one in the afternoon. Try to cut it off before six because that seems like the reasonable adult thing to do, responsible thing to do. And then, um, yeah, then it's whiskey. Oh, whiskey, whiskey, woo, woo. Um, Corey is something of a whiskey connoisseur. I'm not a connoisseur, but I, I, I know, I, I know what I like. I like an He's Irish a whiskey. Man who knows what he likes when it comes to whiskey. Everything else, all bets are off. But whiskey, we're we're spacious. Here's the question: What's the difference between a connoisseur and just somebody who's picky? Um. I would say a connoisseur probably has a cool French mustache. Okay. That applies for both men and women? Absolutely. All right. Okay, good to know. And Hannah, what are you drinking? Well, right now I'm drinking the rest of Molly's white wine that was in the fridge. She didn't want that white wine because it was too sweet? Because she is not a connoisseur. She is lacking the mustache, and that is what we call picky. I have a very long reputation of being picky eater. You are the pickiest picker I've ever picked up out of the picker pile. You know who's picky? Pickier? Corey. (laughs) Both Corey and I have married people who have wide palates who love to eat anything. Is that not true? Are you, am I, am I giving you credit for something you didn't actually do? We in this household all have certain foods that we know that the other one does not appreciate or care for or will not consume. And mm-hmm. whose list I, is longer? It's not a competition. It's not, but whose list is longer? Yeah. Who's right? Who's right in this? It <laughs> depends on the categories because I'm not a fish eater. Oh, come on. It doesn't matter what the food is. If you're not eating it. Well, I'm just saying if you're going to list every individual fish that I don't eat, then yes, my list is longer. But if you just put seafood in a category, then I don't know. But I love my wife and she's a treasure. She is a treasure. Especially (laughs) because she's one of the 10 or so people who will be listening to this podcast. 
I know. We hey, Tarumi. Shout out to Rumi. I love your cooking. Tarumi made digestive cookies two days ago, and yesterday she made pound cake, and today she is making sourdough bread. Beautiful. I'd starve to death without Michael. You would starve to death. When we were little, Molly's idea of a well-balanced meal was cheese and crackers with a side of popcorn. And a little glass of wine. And a little glass of wine. But when we were 10, we couldn't partake. Nowadays, that would be a different story. But that's why you guys didn't appreciate the cheese board of wheat thins. And now, I'm all about the cheese board. And so I'm thinking that something stuck. Sophia did get a little out of sorts at one point when Michael was gone for two weeks. And she thought, are we ever going to eat a normal meal again? <laughs> but you made it through. Made it through. She's a tough cookie. okay love you sophia also one of our 10 listeners to this podcast so you're (laughs) awesome sophia today's podcast is brought to you by blarney tech our visionary solutions utilize the power of the cloud to deliver a 24 365 avenue for your strategic team initiative Using frictionless portals, we provide access to future-proof parallel tasking with unparalleled ROI. We specialize in high-quality, high-payoff, and integrated high-standards and interfaces. If you are looking for a multidimensional approach to transform and promote your quality vectors, visit BlarneyTech.com and enter the code FIDDLEFADDLE. The F-bomb is going to be dropped. Hannah? Yeah, Yeah, Molly. What is your favorite curse word? I know what mine is. My favorite curse word? I mean, it kind of changes depending on the situation. Like some words are more poignant for people or situations, circumstances. A personal favorite high up there on the list is douche canoe. I feel that that's a pretty broad spectrum. Oh, everyone and their mother is a douche canoe. Who's texting? Douche canoe, douche canoe, douche canoe. No, it was my phone saying it has 10% battery. Nana, the plug. What the Heidi-ho, man? It was in the- This sucked up a lot. I didn't have the the thing. I didn't have the sheet. Okay, anyway, douche canoe is up there. I also- quite like um numb nuts these are um, creative you know i see that i see where you are with this i get you right 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 and i mean fuck is just an all-around classic can be exclaimed towards anyone or anything with any sort of attitude or emotion behind it yeah how about you molly oh i'm right with the fuck you know yeah. i went to spent years and years and it's probably because you guys were little and i thought oh as a good mom i won't cuss around you but you know i come from generations of women who cuss cuss regularly mm-hmm. and i'm not like oh you know this is no i mean i'm talking like grand cuss like a sailor had no problem We're talking gold medalist of the cuss olympics yeah. swearing every which way till sunday yeah i think with that i finally i used to like try and be creative with it and be like holy shipmates i don't remember you doing that at all i remember you being like what the fuck motherfuckers fucking shit fuck fuck yeah well, and that's where I am now. I just don't care. I say fuck. I say fuck all the time. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I just, oh. it's my word. I'm okay with it. So I'm pretty uncreative with my curse words, but that's the one I use and I use it all the time. 
I like to get a little creative, but I am not above a solid old-fashioned swear. I don't usually swear at people. I'm not really a, a people cursor, but you know, I can I can pepper it in with my conversations like a champ. Thank you, Molly, for sharing with me that very special, extremely ladylike skill. You are welcome. Fuck yeah! Well, I think somehow my menopause is a big contributing factor. I think those came together as I just don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm, I guess it's still called perimenopause. I don't know. Cause I'm still like, <laughs> but yeah, when you have to explain to your site supervisor, like I am very touchy today and I'm going to scream a lot. And so I'm apologizing, not apologizing. And thank God most of them have either mothers that are my age or wives that are my age. And they're just like, yeah, we get you. We're with you, honey. Corey, you're in California. What's yes. quarantine like there? Um, I don't know because I stay quarantined. It's hard for me to say. It's been not as strict as maybe it should have been. I see a lot of people without masks, but on the other hand, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and everybody was wearing masks there and everybody was pretty good. So now are they requiring everyone to have a mask on to get in? Yes. They have, they have, at ours, they have the little sign and they all have their little masks on and they say, we're not letting you in. We have a mandate in New Mexico, so that's part of it. But they turned a dude around, would not let him in. He bitched and he whined and they were awesome. They were so like calm. I think that there most people have masks, but only put them on when they have to. I shouldn't say most people. There are a lot of people who wear ma- who have masks, but don't wear them unless they have to. I do know, I just saw a news article, the first county in California that started to open up then had a, a slight surge of coronavirus cases and was to, going to turn that back around. But then they turned the turning around back around and they said, well, we're still going to open up, but we're just going to really up our contact tracing game. So Sophia's 96-year-old great-grandmother turned 96 in California, and they had a big old party. And I was outraged, but many people said, you know what? That woman should be hugged. Mm-hmm. On your 96th birthday, you should be around family, soaking it all in. Well, yes. Rona and all. You should be. We all should be. And we all shouldn't have to be walking around with masks all the time. However, the current reality maybe is a little different. I'm right with maybe. the reality. I'm like, get the fucking mask on. What is the fucking problem? I'm sorry you can't breathe. Take a deep breath. Well, I agree that people should wear masks, but wouldn't you on your 96th birthday be like, you know what? I'm getting hugs. I don't give a shit. Maybe, but does she really, like, I'm concerned. So I had the instance of a couple months ago, right when we were quarantining, blood taken. I have these blood tests I have to get every three months. And I walked in and the, everybody at the blood you know the testing they had their masks on except for this one dude and so where i go is i should have said dude get your mask on or don't touch me and i didn't until afterwards i did call them and said like i'm uncomfortable and they said well you should have said something i said i don't know really in that moment am i going to ask somebody to do that and you're kind of like uncomfortable and that's why i'm like is she she's 96 is she gonna really be like hey dude get away from me 20 people around me, everyone, you know, there's got to be some like community about it where everyone's on the same page and everyone's supporting each other. So when you got one Yahoo's who's feeling it that day where they're like, I just need to get out that day. You've got the rest of the groups like, yeah, I get you, but no, 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 no. Let's tighten it up. 
And that's mm-hmm. right. Having a community support system of understanding what it's like to be going through something like that. Yeah, because everyone's going to have a shitty day where they're like, I am tired of wearing my mask. And to have that group who's like supporting this, the whole, we're wearing our masks, we're not going out unless we really need to. And I think if it's the mm-hmm. opposite, then it's challenging. You're challenged every day. Very tough. Right. It's hard to navigate where other people are at in social distancing. I think especially now that things are starting to open and people are becoming a little more relaxed about it. Not like totally loosey-goosey, but kind of like, okay, let's reevaluate. How's it going to go? What are we going to do now? Where's the boundary? Not knowing where other people are. And then being able to have that base to like reevaluate with each other like when I came over for brunch and we were like you know that was really awesome and super fun but I also felt like it was a little overwhelming especially coming out of like total solitude and being a hermit and it's just you and Michael and you know but being able to have those conversations this is where I'm at I and where are you at and how are we going to meet somewhere in the middle And be supportive of the mandate is this, how can we stick to it and support each other within that mandate rather than Mm -hmm. the opposite, which I think is just like, what are you, a three-year-old? And not, and being like, oh, you're going to make me do something. I don't understand that perspective of, yeah, we are, we're going to make you do it. Or Mm -hmm. you just follow the science and you want to do it. Because you're like, I want to be part of this community. I want to offer personal freedom, more personal freedom for people that couldn't otherwise go out. I mean, that was how I was feeling before. I was like, I don't want to go out because when I went to Home Depot, half the workers weren't wearing masks. Now that everyone is, I'm like, I have the person, I have more personal freedom to go out in the world because everyone's wearing a mask to the point Mm -hmm. that I'm still like, oh, that doesn't mean I need to go out, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm personally at 2% battery. Oh my God, Hannah. Sorry. So thanks for joining us on the Soft Pants Podcast with your hosts, Molly Pruitt and Hannah Warren. Join us next time for more exciting discussions and topics of conversations like TBD. Totally TBD. We have no idea what we're doing. We have no idea. We're just fucking winging it. Hannah, you're the problem child here. Rude! I think I peed at least three times. Sorry, not sorry.